0: What's up, family? Welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of the Struggles of Life Podcast. Finding purpose in the midst of your struggles. And I'm your host, Robert Claiborne. So, um, as you all know, we are covering your puzzle, your purpose. We are on a journey of you learning what your life purpose is. Not the purpose that you give yourself, but the purpose that God, I'm sorry, the purpose why God created you, all right? So today, we're going to talk about identifying what's for you. Identifying what's for you. Because if we identify what's for us, rather, I'm sorry, if we can't identify what's not for us then we'll make decisions according to what we desire, what we want which can easily lead us down a path in the opposite direction of where God is trying to take us. The Bible says where your heart is there is, that, that is also where your treasury is. Oftentimes we travel down a journey or go down a path in our life of trying to acquire and obtain things that we want or we think that we need because we're very ambitious, we're motivated by those things. It could be a lifestyle. It could be something legitimate, like I just want to provide a better living for my family that I didn't necessarily have for myself. I want to be able to create an opportunity for others that I didn't necessarily have and all those things are great we should be wanting to strive and thrive in life to be able to offer those things but it's a problem when we are doing it independently of God Obviously, God placed those desires in our hearts, but he want us to go about it a different way. He want us to be able to do it in a manner that's everlasting, not just for the moment, not just for the season, not coming from a place of emotions, making the decisions based off how we feel. That's not how he wants us to do it. So when we make a decision to live for God and we begin to walk with him, being obedient to his will, all those things gets covered anyway. And I know y'all can recollect me speaking about that before probably a few episodes back. It's all in his plan. So when it comes down to identifying what's for us, it's easy for us to turn down that job opportunity. It's easier to make better decisions because we have purpose in mind. We know this does not align with where we are going. We know this does not align with what we are set out to accomplish, and of course, pleasing God first. Purpose-focused, purpose-driven. As long as, as long as we remain purpose-focused and purpose-driven, we will make decisions accordingly. What does that look like? What am I doing it for? And who am I doing it for? Let's talk about what am I doing it for. Am I doing it for money? Am I doing it for self? Am I doing it for a reason and purpose in which why I want to do or am I doing it for God am I for certain this is what he want me to do am I for certain this is how he want me to do it we have to consider these things because it places us on a narrow path and that narrow path in his word says It leads to life. It's a narrow gate. That the Bible says. Very few find. Or is it for self where. We find ourselves all over the place. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go here. I got to go there. We're scrambling. Trying to find that it. And that it. Leads us down a wide path that the Bible calls destruction. Leads down the wide gate that leads down path of destruction. And that path many find. Who are we doing it for? It's, are we doing it for not just for self, All we doing it for our circle, for our for our family. Well, it's that's too small. God have a bigger plan, a bigger purpose that includes reaching a vast majority. Of people outside of our circle, outside of our family, we can't limit what we were created to do by having a limit, a limited way of thinking. I'm just doing it for you know. I'm, I'm just trying to survive. I just want to be able to change the narrative of my family. Again, great things. Awesome. But why are we limiting the work that God created us to do by just focused on that? That's operating within a box. Within our comfort zone. And we're good there. No, we'll never, ever fulfill the purpose why God created us. As long as we are okay with being comfortable. We have to get to a point where we are okay with being uncomfortable. Because when it comes down to identifying what's for us, we won't find it in that little box. And I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about a well-fulfilled life, well-abundant life, living in overflow and not just in what areas of our lives, in all areas. Because when we do this, when we live this way, it highlights God on a on a much larger scale. People are drawn drawn to that. And it's our duty to point them to our King, Christ. Because as I look back on where it all started for me, which I also share episodes back I was lost I didn't know where I was going I was just blowing with the wind and guess what my emotions was too I was in a dark place in my life nothing went right it sucked So when I look back from then to now it hit different because I know where I once was and I know that conversation that I had with God that ultimately changed my life going forward is it perfect now not by a long shot do I have it all figured out Not at all. Has it been easy? No sir. No ma'am. And that's okay. Because I know. Even when I was going through it. He was working things out that was going to get me on the other side of it. And on the other side of it. I was able to look back like, wow, okay, I, I understand. I had to go through that. Going through the different trials of my life, different moments, hardships, it helped me understand basically what I talked about last week. I had to go through those things. It helped me understand that I must continue to go through things when when it's my time to. And it further helped me understand that it's for my good. I actually benefit from it. Not that I look forward to storms to come in my life, but I welcome them. He did something to my thinking, to my perspective, which is what I encourage you to do. Embrace the struggles because of what it's doing. And as I mature more and more, it helps me identify what's for me and what's what's not for me. Now, do I always make the best decisions according to what I know that isn't best for me? No, I don't. But when when I'm forced to face the reality that you knew that wasn't for you I embraced that too you knew that wasn't the best decision you knew you knew better than that for some reason I have always been the one to learn the hard way I, I must learn the hard way I don't know why But I always been this way. So when I make those decisions when I when I move how I know better because it's like that self-ambition again. That wanting according to my personal desires. And they may be legitimate. But that's not how God wants me to do it. And that's not for me right now. I'm not ready for it. I'm not mature enough. I haven't developed enough to be able to handle it, but also maintain a high level of character. Not saying selling my soul, never that not saying not being true true to myself. No, not saying that. But there's a bit of pride that's inside of me. That this season that I'm in my life, I've asked God to break me if you must to rid me of this pride. Let it be your will. And I'm grateful that I'm that I can ask him these things. Although I know it's not going to be easy, it's going to be uncomfortable. I understand that sometimes God just needs to break us in order to restore us, break us from ourselves in order for Him to restore us in Him. That goes back to that per, that perspective and. And understanding that sometimes it has to be done. And I know that it's for my good. So I can ask him these things. I wish it didn't have to come to that point. I wish he'd tell me something and and, you know, like, okay, cool, bet, let me make the adjustments. That's not always easy for me, in fact, Most of the time, that's not easy for me. So me knowing that I have to learn the hard way, it's easy for me to let him know, do your thing. And I say it now, it's not gonna feel good when it's time to go through that process. But I know on the other side of it is more growth, more development, more experience, more learning lessons. Ultimately, it makes me better for him and others. So I welcome it. <coughs> Excuse me. I welcome it. You should too. When you understand that it's for your good. And after I I bumped my head countless numbers of times, because I want it now, not embracing delayed gratification, but instant gratification. And I mismanaged What he have given me, the opportunity, the resources. That leads me back to him asking, okay, what now? I understand. I, I, I dropped the ball. I messed up again. Forgive me. I'm ready to give it another shot. Plead for his his grace and his mercy. Also his favor. We have to un- we have to identify what's for us and what's not. Because that influences our decision. It truly does. And we have to be obedient to what we know that isn't for us. Regardless how it looks on the outside, regardless of what we think can come of it. We can't be so overly ambitious to where we make decisions that can cost us that can delay us that can postpone what God is trying to do we can't continue making those decisions I can't continue to make those decisions because as his plan have it there is much more in store there is a greater fulfillment of our purpose at hand and that is far more important than instant gratification this takes discernment knowing what's not for us this takes discipline being able to say no now because we know this isn't for us This take commitment a high level of commitment a si- significant level of commitment to god rather than our desires and what we want to his will rather than our way, being committed to him and the process. And that's trusting him, that he know what he's doing. And trusting the process, when we're going through it, that on the other side of it, the process is the blessing. on the other side of it comes the overflow. But we can't have the overflow. We can't receive the overflow without first receiving the blessing. So if we drop the ball in the process, then we lose out on the blessing and the overflow in the end. So this comes with understanding of knowing what's for us and what is not. And making the decision according to what we know what's for us and what is not. How do we know what's for us? Again, first of all, it's discernment. being able to keep our emotions in check because our emotions cause us to make decisions. And guess what the devil does? He play on those emotions. He tell us legitimate things reminding us the poverty that we may have grew up in. And all we want to do is do better for our families. Legitimate. He used that. Just like he did in, in, in the uh, Genesis one. Or Genesis two. And Genesis three. The manipulation. Did God really say that you can't eat from the, the garden. I'm sorry, the tree in the garden. He presents us with facts. He makes it sound good. God don't want you to do it because he knows if you do, you will know good and evil just like he do. What he told Eve in the garden. He tells us the same thing. make it sound good, he even used the soft spots to make it seem like it's it would be legitimate for us to say yes to this opportunity, to say yes to receive this from this person, but like God told me. If you, didn't, if you didn't work for it. Don't accept it. It makes me think about. When Abraham went to go. Rescue his cousin Lot. Or nephew Lot. And as. He killed the kings and the people. That kidnapped him lot in the people from other kings and where he was living in Gomorrah I believe the king found out that Abraham came and rescued them and took all that was there, the possessions he came to Abraham and said keep everything just give me the people and Abraham told him no you can have everything back with the exception of what my soldier soldiers have taken you can have everything back I don't want anything as small as a sandal strap so you can say that I have made Abraham rich. It makes me think about that. It's not about the money and a, you know, it's basically letting me know, even if you provide a service to someone in the future, you take, you receive what was agreed. Don't accept anything extra. Even if it's two tickets to a Dallas Cowboys football game. It's being obedient to that because he he know who we are dealing with. He know the individuals who we are dealing with. Maybe he's trying to save us from or prevent, the, prevent us from encountering something we have to trust his reason we have to trust his instructions we have to trust his way and from there we can make the decisions according to what's good and what's for us we have to trust that and be obedient to that is discernment To know what's good for us is discipline to say no when we know it's not for us. It's commitment. Being committed to him more than we are committed to ourselves and our desires. And it's leaving that where that's at. So leave that where that's at. If it's for you, it's for you. At at the appointed time, you will receive. Trust God will in his way. Be obedient to it. Embrace the process because he's preparing you for what's to come he's equipping you for the next level and in due time at his appointed time he will freely give you what is for you because you were committed I'm sorry because you were obedient you maintain discipline And you were committed to serving where you were in spite of what you didn't have or what you actually wanted. And you made a sacrifice, him, his will, and his way over yourself and your desires. Let's honor that. Again, as always, thank you for your time. And be blessed. And always know that you are. Hang in there. This journey continues. I'll speak with you guys next week. You have any questions? I, somewhere in here, there is, I will place a question. It's a feature where in this podcast, That I can put a question in the community section. You have any questions. Please by all means leave it there. And I will address it. In the next upcoming episode. In the meantime. I love you guys. Stay blessed. Peace.